When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. Did 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 Theron that's the weatherman for those of, you, of those of you listening to the podcast. Did Theron actually say hot? Yes, hot. Did he like in the, use all, the word eighties, which is above the seventies, like, which is twenty degrees warmer hot? than it's been for the last like month here. So yeah. This well, is steamy, baby. For those of us steamy. for those of us visiting northern Virginia right now. <laughs> you got the real weather which is there. Me, yeah. Holy hot. Yeah. It is hot here. It's like 99. Yeah. All right. So, you know. We're having a heat wave. Yeah. So we're getting ours here finally, but it's not going to yeah, last that, just a few it, days. Excuse me, sir. Yes. Sir, yes. That is not a heat wave. You sir. know heat and I'm not heat. I, yeah, okay. I know heat and you're not heat. <laughs> All right. I go. Hello, everyone. Don here from Northern Virginia. Tom there from steamy Seattle. Yeah. Sweet. Press that 80-degree mark. Wow. Really living large. <laughs> We're here to talk about life. Well, a particular part of life. It's called money and how you deal with it and how you can make more of it and how you can protect it and how you can live securely in the future. And we want to answer your specific questions. And we're going to talk about specificity of questions here at the very beginning of the show. Our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Yeah, because we had uh, Bob from Connecticut who wrote in and said, hey, you guys do a lot of talking about investments. You talk a lot about bad investments, things for people to avoid. But you don't talk about the stuff for people who are like in retirement or close to it, like living well, off your money, like yeah, designing an estate, tax planning. How do you do all those things? You know what? And he makes a good point. The show is not designed to be a lecture of two hours. It's designed to answer your questions not our and, ideas and tom being the good soul that he is responded to bob by saying bob our biggest excuse is that these topics are usually very personal that is there are very few one size fits all solutions bob responds yes by saying he actually gave us a question and I'm going to read the question oh, in a minute. Oh, my goodness. But it's... I love the way he ended this. Yeah. He writes out his specific question. And then at the end of the question, he goes, wow, now that I actually typed this question, I completely understand your response on how these type of questions are tough to generalize about. Which made me happy because it's the first person who agreed with me in, I think, six or seven days. So I was very pleased by that. So Six or seven days? I think so. I think there was somebody last Sunday, really? if I recall You must correctly. have had an intern by the office who really <laughs> exactly. wanted a job. Exactly. Yes, yes, sir, <laughs> Mr. Cock. I, yes, sir, you are. Uh, sir, you are so right. I know, something like that. So yeah. anyway. well, Yes, sir. Plus, yes, plus my daughter was at camp the whole week, so that eliminated that that aggravation. Your daughter was at camp, and your exactly. wife was probably working Cooking on pizza, pieces, so which the it was dog you and the dog. Camp, yeah. You can look at the dog and go, hey, do you agree? Yes, Tucker says, I agree. No, the dog can does nothing. Can I jump nothing. on the counter again? Yeah, dog does nothing that I ask him to do. Absolutely nothing. So, But he'll agree so, with you. Yeah, okay. That's true. All right. 
So anyway, the number. The question, this is what, yes. uh, we were leading up to one. Well, I'm not going to do the question yet. I was leading up to a ah, point. Got it. And the point, and, and you know, we kind of lose the point once in a while. That we does get a little happen. tangential. Yes. The point is, we can talk about all kinds of things, and Tom and I do talk about all <laughs> kinds of things. But the reality is, your question is specific to you. It's really hard to generalize and answer your specific question. And that is why it is so important that you call the number 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and, uh, and ask your specific question about withdrawal strategies. We have all kinds of great ideas on financial withdrawal strategies when you get into retirement, about asset allocation and how you should build the right kind of portfolio, about estate planning and and what we're not lawyers, but we can help you figure out some of the things that you need to do or find the people with whom you need to speak to get those answers. Uh, to try, we can try and help you make sense of your situation. And I know sometimes when you are caught in the middle of it, you're so, you, it's a, it's a can't see the forest for the trees scenario. You, you just can't see what, what the answer is because you're too close to it. And it helps to have somebody who's back here. Yeah. The withdrawal strategies part is tougher because that's the medical show that I think airs later. But still, we can talk about the money withdrawals, if you will. Correct. No? Yeah. Okay. And that's exactly where I'm ah, ending that. I didn't know. You didn't really specify, so I wasn't sure which no, type no, of I, withdrawals yeah. we were talking. Fin- financial. Okay. Uh, having organs removed? or? <laughs> well, we could do that, too. I got a butter knife over here. Let's get going. So. so, anyway, our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, we do actually have a real question from Bob, and it actually is specific and somewhat complex so to give us time we're going to hold that for just a couple of minutes we're going to take care of some other stuff and then we're going to get right back to it and we hope to hear from you too at 855-935-8255 because folks this is your life money is a huge part of it and you need to make sure you get it right don't go away we'll be right back Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Later today, you can go by Tom's house and watch the uh, the, the uh, host of the show doing laps across <laughs> the folding pool. Exactly. Yeah, I'm really good at those laps because they're... About one one stroke, one, and then you, yes. you turn reach around, across go back, the yeah, pool. Go I'm back there. the other way. You reach for your beer, you drink it, and you go to the other side. It's very tough. So, eight five five nine, and it's going to be hot enough, of course, I that you need a pool. Don't know. I think tomorrow for sure. Today, maybe we'll see. It's mm-hmm. not that hot. You know yet. what the temp, the forecast for the the regular temperature where I am for tomorrow, and that tomorrow's the, my last day here, and then I'm yeah. going to close on my house. This is not the feels like, but just the regular yeah. on, ambient. Yes. 99 degrees. Wow. That's okay. So you need the fold-up pool. Let's see if I can ship I need, one out your way. I need, I'll need. i just take one of the blow-up pools at this point. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. We'll try to solve some money problems that uh, you faced and help you build that better path to the future. And uh, before we go to Bob's question, because... Bob can be patient. We're going to go to Don's question because Don's actually on the phone. Welcome to the show, Don. 
Good afternoon, guys. Hey. Hey, uh, Don, I go way back with you. Uh, I think uh, at least 30 we years when back. you were doing the show from Colorado. Wow. Oh, we, wow. Wow, we do wow. go way back. This is prior yeah. to the moon landing, I think, right? Uh, no, it's oh, just after. A yeah. couple days after. Close of World War II, somewhere in there. Somewhere FDR, in there, yes, okay. indeed. Right. But wow. uh, anyway. You have problems that, with, ta- with time perception. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Go ahead, well, Don. Sorry. Because of that, I volunteered to uh, make a call for my sister, who is re- recently retired, yes. uh, age 67. Uh, she uh, pulled the pin here a few months ago, worked All long right. enough to get her uh, 401k match and then max out her potential Roth contribution for the year and then uh, got the heck out of Dodge. Um, she has a pretty good setup, I think. Uh, she's concerned that she does not have enough money in retirement. I am not concerned. Uh, but what does concern me is that she had a the lowest level of the Vanguard management uh, going on, and I think they have her in uh, – her asset mix with them is, is very questionable in my view, Just and a lot of that's just from listening to your show. Well, tell us more about that part. Well, here, here's what I see. She has a uh, investable uh, amount of about five hundred and twenty-seven thousand. That mm-hmm. includes the brokerage accounts, the Roth, their traditional IRA, which now has the rolled-over four hundred one k, and her U.S. stock is thirty-two percent. The U.S. bonds are twenty-seven percent. International stock twenty-four percent. International bonds twelve percent. And then cash and money markets about five percent. But what is uh, troubling me is is all of that international bond is in just one fund. It's it's a, a Vanguard, uh, the uh, uh, total uh, bond. But, yeah, they 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 have a total international bond fund. Uh, you know, I the, the the on the face of it, the allocation's not bad. That's a sixty forty. It's a 60-40. It's a pretty straightforward allocation. I question the need or the even the reasonableness of having an international bond portfolio because inter- it adds a, a new potential level of volatility. And we believe the only reason you own bonds is as a volatility reduction device because they tend not to jump up and down as much, particularly the short intermediate term, which is what we want people to own. So the international, probably it it doesn't make a lot of sense. The stock, the international, U.S. international ratio is okay. I'd probably have just a little more in international equities. And I probably have all of the bond position in in, uh, the bond index fund. Yeah, you could just use the Vanguard uh, total bond, which would just be U.S. bonds, and that would be somewhere around 60% in government bonds and about 40% in corporates. But this almost sounds to me like somebody at Vanguard is trying to justify their existence. Yeah, a little bit. Because you really could do the VTWAX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, which is U.S. and international, in about the same mix as as what you have now. And you could do the Vanguard Total Bond Index Fund, sixty forty, and have the same thing. And you wouldn't need the advisor. And are you? Is she paying for the advisor? She, no, she she was, but oh. she got rid of the advisor. Oh. Uh, I based on the fact that number one, she wanted more return. Number two, a lot of the asset mix that she has is, if if you look at a five year return 
uh, on these uh, funds that she's in, they're not giving her anywhere n- near what she would like to be getting. Be yeah. careful with that, Don. Be careful. Five-year returns are misleading at best, awful at worst. Um, you have to bear in mind, in the, in even a 10-year period, and I'll give you the best example I know, from 2000 to 2010, the U.S. stock market, if you were invested in the S&P 500, which is what Jack Bogle told everybody to be in, you made zero dollars. But if you had a portfolio that was mixed between U.S. stocks and foreign stocks, you averaged about 6 or 7%, and depending remember, on the And remember, you had to have value and small in there that you really don't have much access to in the S&P 500. A little. Not so much. now we have a scenario where it's flipped. And the S&P 500 has gone great guns over the last five years. So you look at her portfolio mix and you go, well, it's underperformed the market. No, it hasn't. It's underperformed the S&P 500, which is not the market. International stocks have really been way of much smaller return since the great recession than the standard and poor's 500 and that has led people to say i don't want to own those internationals i just want to own the u.s we think that's a big mistake because if you look at the long term owning them have actually increased your returns a little bit and tamped down the volatility in the long haul and what's interesting too don is that if you look at the uh 10 years ago the mix between U.S. and foreign stocks on the total global market was right at 50-50. 50% U.S., 50% international or, or foreign. Now it's 54 U.S. Yeah. and 46 international or foreign. In va- that terms tells of the value you, of companies. Yeah, the yeah. total value of the market. That tells you a lot. That tells you that the international stocks, if they were fairly valued, 10 years ago at 50-50, you don't want to buy what's up. You want to buy what's down. And the ones that are down are the internationals. It's foolish not to have them in a portfolio. Is this helping, Don, or was there another part of the question? Well, the biggest concern I have is that all of that international bond exposure is just in the one fund. Of course, it's about the only one. We would not own that, nor would we recommend that. Don's exactly right. right. We would really... In, especially in retirement-type accounts like the IRA, I would only have short- and intermediate-term government bonds there that are, you have always gotten paid back. I don't know the quality of those international bonds. I don't know the duration of those bonds. And frankly, international bonds got are— currency risk, too. Yeah, and they're generally added because somebody says, well, you're only making 2% a year on your U.S. bonds. I'm going to throw some of those internationals in there. They're going to make you twice as much. What they fail to mention is when the market goes down, you lose twice as much. So that's not our strategy with bonds. Don, thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. We'd love to try and help you solve some of your or your family's financial issues. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And remember, while we talk about a lot, the thing we most want to do is help you. At 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don, that's Tom, and uh, I'm trying to find Bob's question. No, I could find it for you if you can't. Because I just lost it on my screen. I had to replug my computer in. 
and I had it right here. Hold on. I, I'm sure I have it. Bob in Connecticut. And, you know, Bob has been. Bob's another one. Bob in his note said, Don, I've been listening to you for over 30 years. Don and Bob, 30-year uh, listeners. That's, that's, that's a loyal. That is. That's, that's loyal. Did you find you the question, like or should me. I find that for you? No, I don't know. Oh, Let me find it's it. It's right here. All right, then you read it. I, well, it's just a lot of words. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of intimidating. Uh, okay, he, right, here's read, what he said. Read me the question. Here's Let's go. I'll do, said. The, I'll do the answer. You yeah, do the all question. Right. He said, uh, thanks so much for your reply, Tom. Great point on the one-size-fits-all. Remember, he was asking earlier why we don't talk about more of these general topics about retirement income, tax planning. He said, one item I'm wrestling with is Roth conversions. I'm 55, retired after 30 years, have enough funds outside my 401k to draw income from. Felt like he might be able to take advantage of my lower income, no longer has a salary. It basically would be dividend, capital gain, small amount of deferred comp, to do some partial conversions from the 401k, which I can access penalty-free. Finding it challenging to figure out the tax implications, knowing that the partial Roth conversion becomes income. Anything you move from your pre-retire, pre you know, pre-tax savings like a 401k or IRA to a Roth, you're simply adding that to your income. He's exactly correct. Would be added to his dividend, capital gain, and deferred comp income. Exactly. He's trying to understand if there's a relatively easy way to determine how much he could convert and stay at or below the 24% tax bracket. Don McDonald. Oh, 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 I've been racking my brain on this one. And then I decided I'm just going to go to the Schwab Roth conversion calculator. Oh, you just got smart. Yeah. Roth, Schwab has a Roth IRA conversion calculator. You can sit down and, and play with numbers. You can put in tax rates. You can uh, you put in how much you're, uh, you're taking out and, and uh, estimate your federal tax rate. And you can estimate your federal tax rate by just going to the IRS website and, uh, and, and typing in your expected income. So you can okay, do so, this but when all you go to Charles calculator. Schwab, where do you get it? CharlesSchwab.com? Well, and then where yeah, do you go? I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. What are you going to do right now? I am going to put this up at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com. Okay, so they can see it right there. They can find the link, yeah. and away you go. Yeah. All right. Okay. I like to help people that way. I think that's smart. That's just plain smart. So there you go, Bob. Yes, it is kind of complicated. And yes, you do have to pay attention to all those things. I mean, what you wouldn't want to do, a couple of the easy rules, because he was asking us before, one would be only do the conversion if you have money outside of your uh, your retirement savings to pay the tax. One of the issues I see sometimes, people say, I'm going to move all this money from my IRA to my Roth IRA, convert it. And I know I'm going to have to pay income tax on it. And then they paid the tax out of the retirement savings. That's a big no-no. Um, then after that, it starts to get kind of gray. I don't even know at age 55 if this is a great idea or not. Because what you're really saying is my tax rate will be lower later, correct? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you don't know that. I, I probably will, but that's not a for sure thing. So... I, I, honestly, in my heart of hearts, people get caught up in the excitement of, of converting the money over, knowing then they have a pot of tax-free money to spend as they need, which sounds great, but remember, you paid the tax. And my CPA always used to tell me, very smart person, used to say, pay no tax until you have to. Pay no tax before it's time. Yeah, I mean, if you're under 40 and doing this, I think it's a no-brainer because you have all these years of growth. 
Once you start getting 55, 60 years old, you got to be very careful to consider all of the ramifications. It's not simple, but so you can go to TalkingRealMoney.com. There you go. Thanks, Don. Go to go to TalkingRealMoney.com to the Explore Show Topics picture, which is a woman listening to her uh, ear po- earbuds in her little ears. 855-935-TALK, whatever uh, ear she has. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Launching you to a better financial future. This is Talking Real Money. You do get you get obsessed with historical. That, okay, this is not this is a big event, big 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 event. Come big, on, big. Yeah, come on. We I went mean, we went to the moon yeah. about like what six times, and then said, like eh, that, yeah. "Okay, yeah, it was sure. dusty." Yeah. All right, but we did yeah. go. Number one, we did go. Yeah, and it, you know how many people? You know how many uh, you know, people but were we involved? Have gone back? Yeah, we should have. You know how many people were involved in the program? I heard this number last night. Surprised me. I'm betting it was over 100. 400,000 people. So the next time somebody says there's a conspiracy theory, we never went to the moon. So they silenced all those 400,000. 400,000 people. That's a lot of work. So anyway. Wow. Talk about So yeah, it's a big deal. And I went and saw the actual capsule last night. There, the, Apollo the actual, 11. The, actual, the 11 capsule? That's right. I was standing like three... I, How do you know it was wasn't a take, fake one made I, by may, Hollywood? I was going to take a flash picture, and the guy runs up, <laughs> no flash, sir. I go, what's going to hurt the astronaut's eyes or something? I mean, come on. <laughs> the poor guys are still... I was going to give him a sandwich, because Collins looks Seriously, rather thin. They, 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 no, wait. You're not joking. They There's said no flash. No flash I have no idea why. There's no flash. <laughs> Is the light going to hurt I, the surface <laughs> of the... I don't know. Anyway, right. it was impressive, but the engine was more impressive. The the engine at the bottom of the Saturn V rock. Anyway, we don't want to get too you far. You love that stuff. No, it was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. World Tom loves World War II history. Come on, he loves loves flight and yeah, spacecraft. True. That's true. You do. You love aircraft. I like walks in the soccer. rain and soccer. I like walks in the rain. I like. You know, which, which is a nice good, good thing you live in Seattle. <laughs> You're right. I'm in the right place. <laughs> if you like walks in the rain. There you go. Except right. for now. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. Oh, by the way, Tom, yes. I just checked your, mm. uh, your, 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 your your July class, yes. which is coming up next oh, yeah. week. That is. There, there are sure. only four seats left. All right. So go to TalkingRealMoney.com. That's Wednesday at only noon. Lunch Ed. Great class. One hour. Packed. Good lunch. Packed too. with terrific information. And if even if it doesn't, you get lunch. That's true. Okay. So if it's you horrible, you got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not that expensive. Eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call, Michelle. You're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How can we help you? I have a question, and it is: when you have e bonds and they become they come due, is there any way you can convert them some way so that they're not cashing them and they become uh, income to you because you had to do that with a bunch of bonds and it um, wound up um, raising my income which doubled my medicare so like rolling them into another e-bond well can you do what can you do they told me i had to cash them i think once well, they mature no, they you, mature yeah when they mature they mature they, they actually you can cash them in almost any time. My, my understanding is that they stop accruing interest 
after That's 40 they years. They were just yeah. sitting there. They'll they were, just sit they there. already had been the 30 years. Right. Yeah, so and I have a you, coming to. But you see, you, you don't have to cash them ever. Well, but they don't make, they're not, they're no longer um, making interest. Right. But, right. If you didn't Correct. Want, Correct. but if you wanted to, what, he, what the, the point Don's trying to say is if you didn't want them to raise your income, you could, you could cash some of them now, some of them next year, even though you weren't continuing to make interest on that, you would not raise your income to disturb your, but, the, uh, the other, you said your Medicare, was it? Or what was it, the... Uh, it was my Medicare, my yeah. monthly Medicare yeah. payments doubled because my income yes. jumped up. So apparently you had an awful lot of Series E bonds. I do, and I have a ton more coming due in two years. <laughs> oh, well, see, you don't, there's nowhere you can go with those. That to eventually, move them, yeah, to something else, yeah, no. Uh, eventually, you either have to, well, you either have to cash them in or just let them ride with no interest. There's no other you can't option. Roll them into anything else, like no, ma'am. I bond or something else. Definitely not an I bond. You no. can take them out, but yeah. you can't. And you can take them out and you put them in something else, but you're still going to have a taxable event. Okay. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Thank you. Not oh, the best you're... news, but at least I know for sure. Well, yeah. what you might want to do though is is sit down, maybe sit down with an accountant. Yep. And and have them look at your tax situation and say, Michelle, you this year you sh- you can only cash in this many before you'll raise your Medicare. So you may have to wait on a couple of these. And, and what if you've got more coming due in two years? Maybe you want to spread them out over the two years. Then take out some of them this year and take out some of them the next year. Well, so I guess I can take them yeah. out before they mature and just sort of... Of course, yeah, of course. absolutely, yeah. You can take them out pretty much any time because they, they'll give you the accrued interest to that date. Well, I hated to take them out because they, 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 they're getting 6 point some percent interest. All but right. Life, yeah. life is a series of trade-offs. It really, you know, it, it's it, at least you're making good money on the money, which means you can afford to pay more for your Medicare. Good luck. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. It's a big part of your life. It's your money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Again, our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Taking all manner of money questions here on Talking Real Money. And just, you know, I know why Michelle is thinking there there might have been a a, 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 a rollover Yeah, system. Michelle with because the bonds. Because prior, yeah. prior to 2004, I believe, back when I was doing the show, you know, in the early days, back in the 90s, yeah. you used to be able to roll Series E and double E bonds over into Series double H bond. I didn't know which that. paid current interest. Oh, yeah, okay. It paid current interest. So you could just simply move that to, from to that security, right? Interesting. Right. But that is the HH bonds were done away with in the two thousands, the early mid two thousands. So you can't do it. There's nothing you can do. There is. But some... you made money. See, this is one of the well, things that yeah, it, I mean, it, people get upset about Ooh. making good money. Because they have to pay out some money. Didn't you once talk about somebody that had the like the twenty year government bond that was paying like ten percent or something? Oh my gosh! That was crazy, yes. absolutely insane. I mean, but this is this is part of the problem 
that people, they, they look at situations like that and they say, why are my bonds only making two when my stocks are making me, well, this year, I mean, making what, 16, 17, 18 percent. Then they get in trouble because then they say, I'm going to move my money out of that stuff that's not making me a lot of money and put it in some bonds that will pay a lot. Like, oh, let's say, what's that word? Junk bonds, right? That will make me a lot more. Oh, pardon me. The industry calls them high yield bonds because right, they're right, because well, that's make a nicer money. Name. Yeah, yeah, because uh, and you can get some pretty weird situations with those bonds too. Like they've got, <laughs> we're just reading about this in Europe, where the yield is negative. On some, it's really that's strange. People, but you know, it, negative interest rates sort of make sense. When you're dealing with high-quality government bonds, yeah, that you, you can know, see people it. want their money to be absolutely safe, so they're willing to pay a tiny fraction of a percent to the government to own the that to, to, for that guarantee. But in Europe, there are a couple of companies, uh, the the Ball Corporation, which is a U.S. company, but yeah. it has bonds traded in Europe. They make glass jars, ball jars. Mm-hmm. They're trading right now at a yield of negative 0.2%. So you have to pay to own the bond? You have to pay to own the bond. Okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. makes no sense. But right now, the European deposit rate for banks is negative 0.4%. Can you believe that? That is just wacky. So this is, for all of you who said, oh, interest rates can't go any lower... Well, you huh, could really? be wrong. Yeah, it's the front page of the journal today that said they're going to lower interest rates here at the Federal Reserve soon. But we'll see how that plays out. But I want to talk, just finish the thought on bonds. Because bond is a, com- this is the other thing I struggle with. It's a completely different type of security than stocks. A stock is equity. It's ownership in a company. Sometimes companies look like they're going to the moon. Pardon me. I shouldn't have said that. Sometimes it looks like they're going you the other love direction. your I moonshot references. I, well, I mean, I'm trying to provide out-of-this-world financial advice, and you're holding me back. All right. So anyway, sometimes they look great. The future looks tremendous, and sometimes they look crummy. And the value of those stocks, I mean, you, you, you understand that. A bond is much more of a guarantee because it's actually a piece of paper that says you will get paid back at a certain interest rate in a certain period of time. Doesn't guarantee that that will happen, but there's more security in that than there is in a stock which has no such guarantee. And yet people conflate, they get these all confused, and those should be two different types of things in your portfolio and designed to do two different types of things for you. That's the point. But you know what's interesting is that these negative yields in Europe do point out the reason we want you to own bonds in your portfolio. You've got people who are high-flying financiers who are right now going out and buying bonds for which they have to pay to own them Yeah, for the safety of them. You're they get want, your money back. No, they want to make sure they're going to get their money back, yep. and they feel confident that the German federal bank is going to pay them back. The Swiss Federal Bank is going to pay them back. They're a little less confident in the U.S. federal banks yeah, I saw paying that. them back mm-hmm. because our rates on on uh, a ten-year Treasury rate right now is about two percent in yeah, the U.S. That's right. Yeah, positive. 
Yes, we're well, not that's negative. why we want you to own them. They're for particularly for Americans, for a European investor, because of currency exchange fluctuation, they, these bonds can go all over the place. But for an American investor, American bonds are a very, very safe place to put your money because the government can tax us. And let's just complete the loop here. We're not advocating you run out and buy individual bonds. All the work that we do and all the work that we suggest is bond mutual funds or bond exchange traded funds this is a security that holds thousands of other securities in a basket that gives you diversification and in the in, in for bonds it gives you maturity uh, you know, diversification right and the quality some little bit of quality diversification I mean, and, and if you own municipal bonds, same way you'd have, you know, you might have some some uh, states, other states. You'd be moving the risk around, not putting it all in one place, which you do when you own individual bonds. Much riskier, like owning individual stocks. And we live in interesting times, as uh, many have said, because you realize that the yield in Europe on bonds is the lowest or near the lowest rates have ever been. Not uh, in 2015, uh, two-year Swiss government bonds yielded negative one percent. They are currently yielding negative point nine one. Wow! And and a professor at uh, the New York University Stern School of Business, not named for Howard Stern. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he actually he he studied interest rates going back to the 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 Middle East back to the the prehistory basically back to the time of of the kings of uh of the tigris and euphrates like hammurabi and he found that rates historically oh, good old hammurabi yeah got it yeah you remember Never hammurabi missed. of course of yeah. course yes they named the humvee after him the <laughs> hammurabi it was, it was too too hard to say the whole thing easier to say yeah yeah hammurabi uh, rates have never back. been this low. Wow, that's really something. But rate never in thousands and thousands of years have interest rates ever been this low. Does that concern you? I don't you? know what that means. I don't know what it means, but it's absolutely fascinating. And so, and and if twenty years ago, if you had said to an investor, bond yields are going to drop into negative, they would have told you you're out of your mind. It will never happen. You cannot. The point, I think, is you cannot rely on these expert predictions yeah. because no one ever expected a scenario like this ever. The Hammurabi brothers have been wrong numerous times in the last yeah. 2000 years. Hammurabi and company. Hammurabi. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Before we go to the top of the hour, I do want to mention that you can come and learn how to do this right for your retirement. That's why I teach the class Science of Retirement Investing this Wednesday noon Bellevue, one hour, great information, and I will show you. I will show you how to build the proper portfolio, how to think about taking money out of your portfolio and avoiding mistakes, and really, at the end of the day, getting your portfolio in proper orbit. And I can't. Oh, I can't tell That's you how three lucky in one you hour. are. That's pretty good. I can't tell you how lucky you are that Wednesday isn't the moon landing anniversary. That's the day they get back, I think. No, because think Tom it's... would be mooning the audience, <laughs> oh, which is really Full for the best. moon over Bellevue. Yeah, we better not yeah. do that. Hey, y'all want to go to the moon? <laughs> Fast. TalkingRealMoney.com to sign yeah. up. TalkingRealMoney.com. Join me. Are we done for the day yet? I think that's I'm it. I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah, no <laughs> Dive into the deep end. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. Give us a call. We got lines open for you.
Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, let me tell you, most of the information you're going to get about investing is going to be terrible. If you want to learn how investing really works based on solid science and academic research, you don't want to miss Tom's Lunch Ed coming up this week. Go get your tickets now. There are literally only four left at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.